as difficult as it may be to see a green urban future, while so many cars still rule our roads, cities can't just sweep them away. That is, unless you're Copenhagen, where a flowing public square design from 2014 managed to do just that. You're listening to Tall Stories, a monocle production brought to you by the team behind The Urbanist. I'm Andrew Tuck. In this episode, David Stevens assesses the inspirational design of Israel Platz 10 years on. First, it was a vegetable market, Grontol, opening on April 26, 1889. Then, in 1913, it expanded, encompassing the so-called Dog Square, popular with local dog walkers, into the northern part of the now booming trading space. But by the end of the 1950s, the market was no more, made redundant when a new vegetable market in the district of Valby was inaugurated. After that, the Dark Ages, as the square spent the better part of 60 years with no greater purpose than that of a concrete slab on which Copenhageners could park their cars. Come the 2010s though, an Israel Platz which gained its new name on the 25th anniversary of the Nazi persecution of Jews in Denmark was experiencing a rebirth. First, the northern section gained back a permanent market space, Tolhelane, made up of two simple transparent halls designed by Hans-Peter Hagens. These halls stand 20 metres apart allowing an open-air market space to exist in between and offer a range of ingredients and ready-made foods to hungry Copenhageners. But it wasn't until 2014 when the southern section of the square was given back fully to the public. Copenhagen-based firm Cobert won a design competition for the space with a plan which imagined a soaring new future for this expanse. It didn't take away from the space, but instead built on top, moving the parking space below and placing an undulating surface above for recreation, reminiscent, as stated by Cobert, of a flying carpet the cars could be swept underneath. The plaza has since then become a living example of Copenhagen's knack for multi-use spaces. It's a school play area for the three adjacent schools, a sports facility, a market space, and yes, also a car park. You can have your cake and eat it too. It also prioritises pedestrians in the area, another of the city's missions, as they aim to create a greener, safer and more enjoyable urban environment for all. All that and the space protects against stormwater flooding, mitigating against cloudbursts by redirecting water to an artificial creek which flows into a water reserve in the neighbouring park. And a decade on from its reactivation, locals continue to make use of the space. Copenhagen's people-first approach to city planning, as championed by Denmark's most famous urban designer Jan Gale, continues to ring true in this square. If cities ever question whether they can wrestle control back from the car and create a varied and thriving piece of public realm in the process, they need look no further than Copenhagen, and in particular, Israelplatz. And if they like, they can park their car, sit down for a cinnamon bun, and watch a game of basketball while they're at it too. Tall Stories is a monocle production from the team behind The Urbanist. This episode was written, produced and edited by David Stevens. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast to receive new episodes every week. I'm Andrew Tuck. Goodbye and thank you for listening, city lovers. Listener.